and my husband came upstairs and was like are you okay and I was like this is really starting to affect what we do and where we go and things like that because I was just so self-conscious and I've I've just sat on my bedroom floor and just cried. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now, your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast with me, your host, Carl. And today, I'm joined by Liv from Glasgow. Liv, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you, Carl. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm really glad you said yes, and I'm really looking forward to hearing about your journey because... I know you've lost a considerable amount of weight since you started and I think it's amazing. So first of all, congratulations for that because it's over six stone since you started your journey, isn't it? Yes, uh, six stone three and a half pounds, yeah. Six stone three and a half pounds, that's fantastic. (laughs) And what I'd love to do today if we can is find out, you know, how your life was before deciding to lose weight and then obviously as well, you know, a bit more about yourself, but not only that, how you managed to do it because one of the things that our, our listeners, you know, get a lot from is that inspiration and the motivation to to know they can actually do the same thing as well, you know. So having that on the episode is absolutely fantastic. So why don't you start, Liv, by telling us a bit about yourself? Um, so I'm Liv. Um, my Sunday name is Olivia, but I'm much prefer being called Liv. Um, I'm 31. I'm Scottish, probably tell by the accent. Um, live just outside of Glasgow. I've got a husband and we've been together for four and a half years and we have one and a half year old twin girls and that's really exciting. Absolutely. (laughs) At the moment I'm kind of on a break from doing anything work-wise and so my like full focus is on the girls and looking after them and so it's been quite an adjustment. And obviously thrown into the mix, deciding to try and lose weight. So it's been quite a busy, hectic year. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I mean, just for the fact of having twins, and we talked a bit about this before hitting record today, that, uh, you know, whether it was whether it's better to have two the same age at the same time, mm-hmm. or in my case, you know, have them split two years apart. Yeah. To be honest, I, I think it's tiring, it's hard work whenever you have them if you decide to have children so regardless of of exactly the timing of it but like you said you've been busy with that and found time to lose six stone as well which is incredible so was your weight something that you'd struggled with or had problems with prior to becoming pregnant or is it just something that happened since having the girls I think uh, I've kind of struggled with my weight pretty much since being a teenager um Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us that struggle through adulthood it probably started in teenage years um as long as I can remember it I've always kind of been on the bigger side um I've never been athletic I was never one to enjoy PE (laughs) um I was never one to really be into sports or anything like that my only real kind of hobby growing up with horse riding so yeah I've, I've always kind of been 
on the bigger side and I've always struggled with uh, losing weight. I think late teens it got worse when I went to university and I was responsible for my own cooking <laughs> and obviously of nights out and things like that and I think my weight just gradually kept up and up and up. Um, kind of early 20s I lost a bit of weight um, and then when I was like 26 maybe 27 it just started creeping up again um, before I felt pregnant well obviously lockdown didn't help um, I think that was an issue for a lot of us as well knacking and boredom and things takeaways I didn't really notice it to start with and then I got into the stage of kind of denial um, oh no it's fine I, and then I would do kind of spells of oh, I really need to focus and try and lose some weight but it never ever lasted and I don't know why then I fell pregnant and I was a high risk pregnancy not only because of the twins but because of my weight as well because I was so overweight when I fell pregnant that was a big risk factor for me thankfully I had a perfectly healthy pregnancy no issues at all had a perfectly normal birth and everything yeah and then it wasn't until a year after the girls were born that it really hit me how difficult it was looking after two babies and being so overweight and that's when I finally decided I really need to do something about this. Fair enough and thank you for sharing that and before we move on to the, to the part where you decided to do something if I could ask how did it impact you and, and I think before you answer that what you said it makes complete sense for so many people who go to university it's that freedom yeah. change of lifestyle ability you know surrounded by people wanting to have fun and enjoy yourself it, it is often the, the trigger for a lot of people to form habits that perhaps don't serve them be it in terms of their diet be it in terms of drinking drugs it could be a number of things that start in that and it doesn't happen to everyone but it, it's usually that spell of freedom and that change of lifestyle that can also have triggering effects throughout the rest of your 20s as well. Mm -hmm. So for you with your weight that had gone up and you said you lost a bit in between, but how much did it impact you, I would say, in terms of mindset and the way that you felt about yourself during that time? I've never ever felt good about myself. I think I've always looked at myself and thought, I, oh, you know, you don't look good in what you're wearing or I've, I've always been very critical of myself and it is all because of my weight and how I looked in clothes and I just don't have that confidence. Um, I know some people that are slightly larger are very confident and that's fantastic and I wish I could have been like that but I wasn't like that. Um, I was really, really down on myself and I think that then contributed to comfort eating and that's how the issue got worse. It was like a vicious circle. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I used uh, food as a comfort a lot. So like if, if I was struggling, say I went for a night out and, you know, I'd be aware that I was bigger than my friends that I was going out with and I didn't quite look as good as they did going out. And, you know, the next day I would think, I looked awful in the outfit or that picture. I would avoid pictures. I would avoid 
doing certain activities on the night out because I just felt that I would look stupid doing it because I was bigger. Um, I think it held me back a lot. I think I missed out on a lot of opportunities because of my weight. Although now that I'm saying that, it sounds it it sounds stupid because it it wasn't my weight that was holding me back. It was my perception of it. I think, um, like how I perceived it. <laughs> It's really insightful that you, you've just mentioned that and come yeah. to that realization. When I'm coaching with my clients, it's something we always look at because a lot of people, and I'll, I'll just touch on this briefly, a lot of people feel that if they are overweight they or in any situation, when you don't have a lot of confidence, when you have low self-esteem, you feel that other people are judging you. That's mm-hmm. one of the most common things that people are looking at you thinking, oh, Constantly. You, you don't look great or you know that doesn't suit you or you shouldn't be there or you shouldn't do this. But quite often when you really look into it and you just summed it up perfectly, it's not even so much what other people have said, because if we really look at it, there's not really any evidence to say that that's happened. No, there's not. It's almost like a mirror and it's a reflection of how we feel about ourselves and our own insecurities. And it's something that, you know, I, I believe so strongly that mindset is such an important part of having a successful transformation physically and for your well-being as well but in that moment it's so difficult to see it or to give yourself that break that you need yeah to bring yourself out of that hole it definitely is and I actually think having the girls is what shifted my mindset um I feel like I had like just this sudden realization that what anyone else thinks doesn't matter it's what I think and what I feel um and like having them was a big motivation to try and lose weight um because I didn't I didn't want them to grow up seeing me be like that and for it to have an effect on them and how they felt about themselves and years down the line obviously they're still really little and that's not an issue just now but I didn't want them to become more and more aware of me feeling like that about myself because it's not an okay way to feel but it's so difficult to get out of that of course and in the same way that if you comfort it it creates that vicious cycle of of gaining weight feeling guilt feeling shame looking for the the coping mechanism which is food and then eating more which it is awful to get out of in the same way that trying to build positivity and self-belief when you're feeling down on yourself is extremely difficult to do but with that said once you start to find your way and feel better about yourself and start to realize that you do have the opportunity to change things that in itself builds momentum quite quickly absolutely yeah as as is true in your case so before we get to that bit which is next um let me ask you Liv was there a specific moment you mentioned the fact having your girls made you realize that you know you wanted to do it for them to be healthier as well as, as for yourself I'm sure but, yeah but really for them and they were a lot of your motivation but was there a specific moment you can think of where you said right okay I'm gonna take action um so I remember I, I can't remember where we were going but we were going somewhere and I was getting ready to go out for the day and I just had an absolute milk <laughs> I pulled everything out of my wardrobe couldn't find 
anything that fitted me that I felt good in and I, I just sat on my bedroom floor and just cried and my husband came upstairs and was like are you okay and I was like no I'm not okay like I feel absolutely awful about myself right now all because I don't like how I look in my clothes and I said this is really starting to affect what we do and where we go and things like that because I was just so self-conscious like we'd go for a day out and I would spend the whole time like he's adjusting my clothes or like trying to check my phone and say oh do I look all right and I was we were taking pictures and I was criticizing them and I think for the first year of the girls being here I only I can count on one hand the amount of pictures I've got with them and that was a big wake-up call because I look back and I'm like I don't have any pictures to remember the first kind of 12 months of their life um so yeah that was probably the moment that day and then the realization that I didn't have any pictures with them um just well, give me a kick up the bum, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's what quite often, you know, there's usually a defining moment and quite often it is hitting rock bottom. But it sounds like you went through quite a difficult moment there and having that realisation, but it spurred you on. And, and I don't think we've mentioned it, but you lost your weight as part of Slimming World. That's right, isn't it? Yes, I uh-huh. have. Yeah. And so had you been a member of Slimming World previous to this? or? Um, I times but only for kind of four or five weeks I actually I did join Slimming World um four weeks before I found out I was pregnant and then as soon as I found out I was pregnant I just didn't go back so um I mean I think I I joined maybe about eight or nine years ago and again I did it for you know kind of four or five months but I, I never really fully committed to it and so this time though it seems that something was different something mm-hmm. Something clicking, the click, this magical yeah. click that people talk about. Um, it's it's incredible how, you know, when everything aligns, everything comes together, losing weight actually feels quite easy. It does. It does. And I'm sure some people will absolutely hate me for saying that. Oh, it's not easy. It, it, look, it's not easy. It's, it is difficult and it takes a lot of willpower and determination and work. But at the same time, it is easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. And, it's and difficult to explain. <laughs> no, but, but and the thing is, and also just, just to save you before the hate mail starts coming in for you, <laughs> which I, I'm, I'm joking, it won't really. But um, the thing is, when you think about how many years of your life, and important years as well, mm-hmm. late teens, early 20s, really the moments where if you could pick, at least this is coming from a 40-year-old, if I look back at the decades of my life and wish... I'd been in the best shape of my life in any one of those. I'd say now because, you know, that's where I am now. But my 20s, I look back at my 20s and think, oh, I wish I'd put a bit more effort in. I wish yeah. I'd, I'd, you know, done it. And the thing is, to be honest with you, with my lifestyle of, you know, going out drinking and everything else I was doing, it it wasn't possible for the two to live together. Yeah. But it's a moment in your life where you do want to look good and everything. So if it was easy, I'm sure you wouldn't have had that situation of being overweight and wishing you had more confidence in everything else yeah the point that we're trying to make here is that when your head's in the right place when everything's aligned when you're ready for it and you get going it becomes easy and you can do it can feel easy 
And I, I think it really is, again, down to mindset. And once you've got the right motivation, once you give yourself uh, the tools you need to do it, the process of losing weight, I think, is whether it's keto, whether it's Slimming World, whatever you follow, the process works. We know that. Yeah. But it's everything else that's that's part of it. So tell me about your, your experience losing weight and how your journey went. So, yeah, I just woke up one day in May um, and decided, right, today's the day I'm going to go along to a Slimming World group. So, well, actually, it was the day before I uh, text the consultant and said, I'm thinking about coming along. Um, and another thing that was stopping me was the thought, because my husband worked shift, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to take the girls some weeks with me. And the thought of trying to occupy two toddlers in a room is quite daunting because you don't want them to be disturbing other people and things. Um, everyone looking at you yeah the mum <laughs> with the twins <laughs> here she is yeah so that was quite a scary thought of having to take them along with me some week and that that kind of held me back a wee bit as well um but my consultant emma she's lovely and she reassured me she said it's absolutely no bother at all if you need to bring them along don't worry we all love kids and i thought yeah right okay everyone says that but genuinely, it, that was, I think that's the thing that made me stick with it is because I knew that it wasn't an issue to take them with me. So yeah, being able to commit to every week and know that if my husband wasn't off that day, because I go on a Tuesday, and for me to know that if he's not off on a Tuesday and I do have to take the girls with me, it's not an issue. So yeah, I started in May and uh, went along to my first group and I was a little bit kind of shy at first and I was a bit like just kind of sat at the back um but I got to know everyone I think that's the good thing about Southern World is that you see the same faces every week um and obviously they have the image therapy they call it um after you've done your weigh-in and we sit and we talk through everyone's kind of results and everyone shares their experiences of the week and what's gone well and things like that um and you just get to know people and it starts to feel like a little family, um, which is really nice. And obviously everyone's there for the same reason. They're all there because they want to lose weight. So having that group of people <coughs> to support you, everyone's there for the same reason. There's no judgment. Um, that's quite motivating as well. Um, and knowing that they're there every week um, is really nice. Yeah, um, I, I was just going to say, I, th I think to that point, for so many people, that additional support is important. And also that, that lack of, that, that well, not lack of judgment, but the the fact that there is no judgment there. And you know that people have been through difficult moments, they can relate to it. And, and some things, like I, I, when I was weighing a lot more than I do now, I'd often think, oh, it's, it's silly that I think that, especially for me as a guy, to be honest with you, I'd be like, if I tell my mates that they're going to think I'm absolutely off my rocker. I think there's a noticeable difference in the Slimming World groups between the number of female attendees and the number of male. And I, I definitely think there's something, I don't know what it is. I think men are just a, a bit scared to go to these oh, groups. Sure. But they, they absolutely shouldn't be because the men that do come along are really successful in what they're doing and you know, they're just cheeky as part of the group and it's there's there's no divide. 
it's um, everyone should just there for the same reason. Um, but I, I definitely think men are just a wee bit scared <laughs> to join but these. You know what I think it is. I, I think it's the same, and and I think it's leveling up as well. But I think it's the same as how the gym was seen as a place for men to go. Yeah, it's as if the gym for a woman is an intimidating place to go because yeah. it's so dominated by men. The same as like a swimming club originally was very female dominated mm-hmm. and it is yeah. changing and it needs to change and I don't think if I'm honest slimming world is specifically um set up or marketed as a female group I, I I've got a lot of male friends that I've made throughout the, the weight loss community who mm-hmm. are either consultants at slimming world or have had a lot of success at slimming world and I, I don't yeah. necessarily think that it it's an environment that's made to make men feel uncomfortable but I just think it's everything else around it that yeah. creates that kind of stigma about men losing weight that makes it difficult to take that first step yeah I think I would agree with that like obviously I'm not speaking from a male perspective but um I think there is quite as you say a stigma around it I don't I don't know why I think everyone's just kind of set in their ways aren't they with their their mindset on things but I, I think it is changing I think there's more and more men joining some groups. Yeah. And there's more and more women being comfortable at the gym. Which is good. Absolutely. Exactly that. And and hopefully it levels out completely. But yeah. um it is something that is taking time to change and there's still probably I'm sure a lot of people who don't feel comfortable doing the things they want, be it going to the gym. And there's obviously men as well who don't feel comfortable going to the gym. Yeah. And and that was something I felt really nervous about when I first started going as well, if I'm honest. But it's about finding that comfort and having that motivation to get started and doing basically as much as you're comfortable with in the first steps. But as you start to see progress, pushing that comfort level a little bit more towards the boundaries and seeing what you can do. So Liv, tell me then, I mean, you got started, you went there, you hid at the back a little bit to begin with just until you got comfortable. And you said you started in May. Was that May this year or May? Yeah, May this year. So you only started this year. Yeah. So it's only been a few months really. Six and a half months ago, the second of May. So yeah, six and a half okay. months. So, so six and a half months, and you've lost <laughs> over six stone in that. So that's, that's a stone yeah. a month that you've lost, which is yeah, it averages incredible. out at that. Yep. Um. So my first week on plan, um, I lost. Hold on, I've got my wee book here. The first week, I lost ten pounds in the first week. Wow. So that really motivated me and set me off. Um, on a good foot. Um, I I seen that first week's result, and I just thought this is gonna work. Yeah, so ten ten pounds off in the first week. Um, and that really wanted me just to keep going. Um, then in the second week, I somehow managed to lose five and a half pounds, and I thought, right, this is amazing. I've just lost over a stone in two weeks. In two weeks, wow. Um, and it just just kept going from there every week I was, my husband was cracking up with me every week I'd, I would be like right that's my way to slim world I don't think I'll lose much this <laughs> and every week it just kept coming off <laughs> it's incredible Liv. it really isn't and let me ask let me ask you honestly because I, I have people on the show from all different methods of weight loss and I'm not afraid to address it actually on the podcast but a lot of people have criticism for weight loss clubs in general saying oh that first week you know it's just water weight etc etc but I I think you're proof that you know you you can't lose a stone of water weight in two weeks there must have been something more than that there 
And can I just ask you though, what was your your week leading up to joining Slimming World? Because another thing people say is obviously when you know you're going to be going on a diet, you can often like empty the cupboards, have like takeaways leading up to it because you know you're going. It's almost like the Last Supper kind of <laughs> attitude, but you know. Well, my week before I joined was just what I was normally eating because I just woke up mm-hmm. one day and decided I'm going the next day so I didn't particularly binge on anything or have a takeaway every night however my I would say my routine had got to the point where we were having a couple of takeaways a week and uh, so that was just normal for us at that point mm-hmm. um so yeah, I probably—I mean, I can't remember exactly, but I, I probably have had one or two takeaways. I would have had, you know, grabbed like a sandwich meal deal for lunch, maybe a baguette for lunch. But, um, but nothing out of the ordinary. It wasn't like you—you you have to, like you said, binge because of the fact that you knew you were going to start. No, because I didn't really know that I was going to start <laughs> until until the meltdown yeah. happened and you realised. So, what for you then was a big change? You know, what was the major differences that you recognise if you look to, to before you started in May and your lifestyle choices in terms of what you eat now? What have been the biggest changes for you? Um, so I've not had I've not had a takeaway since May. Okay. Yeah, no, I've not had a I'm trying to think even if I've had like a healthy take. I mean, I've had a Subway salad. Um okay. Does that even count as a takeaway, though? I don't know I don't if it know. counts as a takeaway, does it? <laughs> I mean, if you were to, to rate all the takeaways from, like, the worst possible being eating and the best possible, I'd say that a Subway salad, not even yeah. a Subway sandwich, a Subway salad, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 pretty, that's pretty light in terms of uh, Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I've, I mean, we were eating one, two, sometimes three takeaways a week. Um, and I've not had a single one since May. Okay. So do you miss that? No, I absolutely no. don't, and I can say that honest, hand and heart, I do not miss it. Um, for one, it's been a lot cheaper. <laughs> um, and for two, I know that any time I had a takeaway, the next day I felt awful. Mm-hmm. I would feel sluggish and just really bloated and just disgusting the next day um yeah. and obviously I've not had that feeling since then because I'm filling up on you know fruit and veg and home cooked meals um I know what's going into my food so I know that it's nothing that's going to make me feel awful at the very start my husband wasn't really following the summer world plan with me so like during the summer he had a few takeaways um, I don't know if this is like a UK thing, but he had a hoagie. I don't know if that's a thing that they do like all over the UK, but it's essentially a big giant naan bread with chips and cheese and donor meat and a bit of salad and, what's <laughs> and it loads called, of sauce. It's called a hoagie. A hoagie. I think that might even be like a Scottish thing. I don't is know. It? I yeah, mean, it probably we, we, is. I've never, I've never heard it called a hoagie down south. Right. Um, but I, I get the I get the idea. Yeah. So um, it's just big greasy disgustingness. <laughs> so he absolutely. was having them and I was making my own Slim World version. So I was using a pita bread which was a healthy extra on the Slim World plan. 
Um, I was weighing out some oven chips, measuring my cheese, having lots of salads and some grilled chicken. And honestly, I did a side-by-side comparison photo of the two of them and everyone agreed that mine looked better and I can tell you it tasted better as well. So when he was having takeaways, I was making my own healthier version. Um, Mm. Over the last couple of months, he started following the plan with me properly. So he's not having any kind of cheat days or anything like that and he's been counting his sins and things like that. Um, and he's doing really well with it as well, which is That's lovely brilliant. to see. Okay, fantastic. And I, I think as well, if if your partner and you, you know in the house, you're following the same plan, it makes cooking a lot easier. It does, and, yeah. And ultimately, because I, I don't mind admitting it, I, I still believe that in terms of education about food, Slimming World, Weight Watchers, when when you kind of replace understanding the education of, of nutrition. Mm-hmm. with a plan be it with healthy extras and sins or be it with a point yeah. system you kind of you 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 lose that opportunity to really learn about food and I'm not saying that people shouldn't do it because for a lot of people it takes away a lot of the confusion it takes away a lot of the thinking behind it which is actually what a lot of people need in that instant and ultimately you get to a point where you're eating a balanced meal because you're either maintaining your weight, you might be losing a little bit. But I would imagine for you at home now, it's just a case, like you said, you're cooking a lot more um, healthier meals. You're using yeah. more natural ingredients, but it's just probably become for you more of a a normal way of life. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the way that I cook has completely changed. Um, like I don't use any oils or butters or anything like that. I don't even use the spray oil that everyone goes on about because it ruins your pan. <laughs> so I don't even use that. I mean, like, I make scrambled eggs, for instance. So we were talking about it today, actually, in Southern World Group. Um, and somebody said, oh, I can't do scrambled eggs without butter. So I just sent it. And I was like, I never use butter. I don't use oil. I don't use anything. It's all about not overcooking the eggs. And honestly, my eggs always look buttery. <laughs> Um, but there's no butter in them. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just changing little things like that, like not using butter, not using oil, not adding sauces without checking what's in them and mm-hmm. checking the ingredients, making sure there's not sugar and things like that in them that can catch it out. Um, all those little things, I think, add up. Um, and that's oh, how sure. people don't get the results that they want to get. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great point and so it, apart from obviously the weight loss tell me Liv like how else what other benefits have you enjoyed and, and how else has losing weight been a, a positive thing for you? Obviously with the weight loss has come confidence which is something that I've been lacking for many many years so over the last kind of six months I've seen myself become more and more confident and with that I then become more and more happy. <laughs> um, I'm happy in what I'm doing. I'm happy in how I look. I'm happy in my clothes that I'm wearing. I feel like I'm starting to feel my style, find my style again. Um, I just feel more me. I, I mm-hmm. don't know, it's difficult to explain, but I feel like I've just find, finally found like who I am. Um, and I feel comfortable in myself 
That's um, so yeah, just finding that confidence, I think, is one of the main things that's made a massive difference. Of course, because um, it can change your whole life. Definitely, like I've, I've, I've found the conflict. I would never have come on in here and spoke to you before. <laughs> I'm not that scary, surely. <laughs> no, it's it's not you. It would have been me in my head. I would have been like, oh, you know, I look all right. I sound all right. <laughs> now, I mean, in the nicest way possible, I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that, that, that is, that's, that's good. That's good that you don't. And I, I completely understand, you know, Liv, because that's where I think confidence comes because all of those things where you have doubt and you question yourself and you wonder what other people are thinking confidence really is about knocking all of that down around you and really focusing on who you are and and feeling good about yourself do you have any advice Liv that you would give anybody who's listening to the show and has heard your story and feels inspired it's a difficult one like I I get asked a a lot like oh do you have any advice of how I can lose weight or how I can motivate myself and honestly I think you just have to be in the right mindset you could ask for advice over and over but if you're not willing to take the advice on and you're not ready in your mind to set out on your journey to lose weight then it's not going to work I think you need to get in the mindset you need to really think about what it is you want what's motivating you I at the very beginning I wrote down a list of things that were my motivation and I had it in the back of my diary and I looked at it when I felt like I was lacking a bit of motivation just to remind myself why I was doing what I was doing Mm -hmm. Um, or if I was having days I was struggling I would try and think about, not about losing weight, but about the habits that I was building, the healthy habits. Um, So like drinking more water, moving more each day. I still don't do any kind of official exercise, so to speak. (laughs) Um, But I don't really ever sit down during the day. (laughs) I was going to say, I think mum of twins qualifies as exercise. So I've built that up over time. Um, so like even now when the girls go for a nap in the middle of the day I don't really sit down I try and do something so every day I'm just moving more and more Um, it's just little steps just building it all up don't overwhelm yourself don't try and do too much at once but just remember why you want to do what you want to do that makes sense. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, and I think it's such great advice and at, at risk of using the opportunity to plug my own coaching, I, I think, it, but it's my show, so I can't. Right? So, <laughs> I, but everything you've said there, though, I, I've come to realise now having over 80 episodes of listening to people talk about their success stories, having lost weight myself, really starting to understand that mindset is is the ultimate key to it absolutely and this is why as a coach now I'm focusing on mindset as opposed you know I don't offer a diet plan I don't offer a, a weight loss method I want people who need support who already have a weight loss plan but are having trouble to get to that next step having yeah. trouble to reach their goals because what I see in nearly all cases 
the process is there, the plan is there, but it is the mindset, it's the mm-hmm. well-being, it's the mental health that isn't quite there to allow that person. And that's why I believe that, that weight loss is actually secondary. That that happens as a result of, of yeah. being confident in yourself. And I think you can achieve anything once you've got your mindset in the right place. And that's that's why I'm giving so much focus to it now. Yeah, I um, think so. I think um, for me, I think it never really worked before because I wasn't in that right place and I wasn't in the right mindset. But you were talking about earlier about the magic click. I don't know, yeah. something has just clicked in the last six months. And I think it is my reason. I think my motivation for why I want to lose weight is the reason that it's clicked for me this time. Um, and it just keeps keeps you going. But yeah, I think like I, like a lot of people will say, Oh, I'm I'm okay for a few days and then I go off plan and I don't like to think of it as on and off plan. Like if you have something that's over your sins for the day. So like obviously I'm talking in kind of funny little terminology, but if it's over your sins or over your calories or out with your, I don't know, any other plans because I've never followed any other plans. But, but, but yeah. basically, basically you, you, you step outside the, yeah, we'll say of, the boundaries of what you of should what be following. Like it's, exactly. it's not the end of the world. Like these things do happen. We're only human at the end of the day. Um, just brush yourself off and start fresh the next day. That's what I say. Like It's easy to dwell on our mistakes. Mm-hmm. But I think we should look at all the positives. So like one meal out of 21 meals in the week isn't going to undo the previous six months of hard work. No, but dwelling on it and beating yourself up over that one meal can impact every other meal that you decide to have the rest of that week. Massively. And then that in turn is going to impact on your mindset. And then it's a vicious circle again. And, you know, it's back to the old ways. Um, so yeah I mean I've had I think I can count on one hand the amount of things I've had that are kind of out with my sins for the day but I've still counted them because Mm -hmm. I want that accountability and also because I don't want to break that habit that I've built of counting everything Um, and then I just start again the next day and and that's it Um, I don't beat myself up about it it's amazing and it's such good advice as well. And the other thing as well, Liv, that I'd love to invite people to do that you suggested is writing down your motivations. I think mm-hmm. it's a, a really great thing. And it's a, it's a personal thing as well. You don't have to share it with anyone yeah. it in a place that's hidden. But I don't think we often really sit down and give ourselves that time to think, like, why do I really want to? Like, you might think a very, I don't want to say superficial level, but a very high level you might think oh because I want to look better but then when you really get into it and start thinking why you you can really discover things about yourself I think and it's quite a powerful exercise so I definitely recommend people try it when I first did it like my top three things were like oh I want to lose weight and I want to fit in a certain clothes size and then when I really thought about it it was no I want to feel good and I want to be confident and I want to be happy. And that was that was me really getting into it. But yeah, it's 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 definitely easy just to write down the kind of superficial reasons because 
there are reasons that everyone wants. But it has to be about you and your motivations and what you want to do. Great advice. Wow, Liv, if people want to follow you and come and find you on Instagram, where do they have to go? What's your account name? My account is slimming.lib. Slimming.lib. Nice, easy one to remember there. (laughs) Liv, it's been absolutely amazing talking to you today. Thank you so much for being our latest weight loss warrior. Thank you. uh, Congratulations on your success. Thank you so much. Thank you for um, inviting me on to, to talk to you. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been great. Take care of yourself, okay? And, and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.